Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Adeyemo. Welcome to Royal House, the home of the blessed people, a place where lives are changed and destinies are transformed. We are welcome to our Bible study tonight. And I'm trusting God in this season, in this month of new season, and in this particular year of great harvest, God will bless you mightily. I want to encourage you throughout our sessions in this year that you be part and parcel of Bible studies. Make room in your life to always receive the engrafted word of God, which is able to change your lives forever. The Bible says, so mightily grew the word that the word prevailed. Make room for the word of God in your life this year, because the word of God is always that seed that you are going to plant and will bring forth the harvest for you. For some time now, we have been taking the series of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And in the towards the end of last year, we finished a part of the gifts. Like we have taught, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that there are nine gifts of the Spirit. And the Bible says in verse 7 of that chapter 12 that every gift of the Spirit that is given to every man to profit without. That is, God has arranged it before the foundation of the world that this Spirit, that this gifts of the Holy Spirit is available for us, the New Testament believers, to operate our lives thereby. And I want to encourage you to uh, not only have the foundational knowledge as we are teaching you, but exercise your faith to operate or to keep these gifts operational in your life. The Bible says that we should covet these spiritual gifts. So it's part of your Christian duties to go after this gift and make yourself available for them to be operational in your life. Glory be to God. We started with the revelational gifts, the nine gifts of the Spirit, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discernment of the Spirit, which are revelational gifts. Then the power gifts, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, the gift of working of miracles. Then we'll take the vocal gifts, which is the gift of tongues, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, and the word of prophecy, nine of them. By the special grace of God, we've completed the revelational gifts. That is the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discernment of spirit. We started last week before the new year. We started on the power gifts, which is the gift of faith. And that's what we're still working on. We'll still have one more lesson after today's lesson to finish the gift of faith. And uh, we have dealt with uh, uh, the gift of faith in terms of the foundation. We've talked about the foundation of the gift of faith. We learned that majorly that there is saving faith and um, there is also a special kind of faith. And the special faith is the supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit. I mean... Our Christianity is a journey of faith. So when you say the gift of faith, we must 
uh, be able to differentiate uh, this gift of faith, which is the supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit, from the faith, which is the saving faith or the normal faith that we know, which comes via the word of God. The Bible says in Romans 1.17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Let us bow down our heads to pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you once again for bringing us to Bible study today. Father, we ask you that you uh, melt our hearts in your presence, that the Holy Ghost surround our hearts to make it receptible to your teaching tonight. We're trusting you that our lives will never remain the same after this encounter. We anoint this atmosphere, the atmosphere in this place right now and in the atmosphere in the nations of the world and everywhere this broadcast is going. King of glory, let understanding be our portion. Open us up to the deep things of yours and help us to understand in depth the gift of faith. Let it not only be the realm of understanding, but take us to the realm of manifestation. That the gift of faith, everyone under the sound of my voice, will experience in this season the manifestation of the gift of faith as they stretch out their faith to receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for where you are taking your church to. Thank you for where you are taking your people as they move precept by precept, line upon line, as they grow in grace and become everything that you have ordained them to be. Thank you for those listening to this broadcast all over the world. King of glory, let your blessings tabernacle upon them in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the people of God said, Amen. Praise God. So we have learned a few things last time we looked at this subject. We saw the difference between saving faith and the special faith. That is the faith that comes as a result of the supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We learned about all the gifts of the Holy Spirit that they operate by the saving faith. That is the faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. A person must step out in faith and yield to the promptings of the Holy Spirit if he is going to operate in the supernatural manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That is, all the nine gifts of the Spirit, they operate based on the foundation of faith that is acting on the Word of God. So saving faith is a must even when we are going to operate the gifts of the Spirit. The promptings of the Spirit, the promptings, we must be able to step out in faith to yield ourselves to the promptings of the Holy Ghost. So in fact, the foundation of the operation of the gifts of the Spirit is on faith. But that is different from the gift of faith, the manifestation of faith itself by the Holy Spirit. We learn that the gift of faith is distinct. It's different from the saving faith. It's different from the common faith or the normal faith, we call it. It's different from the faith of the Spirit because the fruit of the Spirit also, there is faith in the fruit of the Spirit. That is the faith responsible for character building. 
Praise God. It's different from that. The fruit of the Spirit, according to Galatians 5.22, could be translated as fruitfulness. That is, this is for character, character building. That's a different kind of faith. The gifts of the Spirit is for power. The gift of the Spirit we are talking about is for manifestation, is for power. When power is being released, power is being demonstrated, you need the gift of faith. The gift of faith is superior. It's a manifestation of the Spirit. Whereas the saving faith can be built. You can grow with the saving faith. That's the one that comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Also, the fruit faith is the one that is responsible for character building. You can also grow thereby in that one. But in the manifestation of the spirit, it has nothing to do with growth. It has nothing to do with growth. It is just as the spirit wills. Praise God. And is more willing to those who are yielding to it. So that is where your own role and responsibility comes when we are dealing with this subject of the gift of faith. You must be yielding. You must be willing. You must be located. You must be appropriate. You must be at a covenant angle so that it can flow and manifest in you and through you. It has nothing to do with faith. I mean, this, I mean it has... Uh, it is not as a result of the faith you have built as a result of uh, hearing the word of God. That is important. You need to grow in that faith and in that dimension. And don't forget, it's the foundation for the manifestation of the gift of faith. It's different from the fruit of the spirit, which is faith, which is responsible for the development of your character, it is the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. And those who operate in special faith, that is the gift of the Holy Spirit, can believe God in such a way that God honors their word as his own and miraculously brings to pass the desired result. We learned three different kinds of faith, like I've been reiterating. We learned about the saving faith, which brings salvation. We learned about the faith of faithfulness, which is the fruit of the Spirit, which is, which comes after salvation. Then the manifestation of the gift of faith, or what we are calling special faith tonight, comes as a gift of the Holy Spirit. After one receives the baptism of the Holy Ghost, however, the gift of faith, which is a gift of the Spirit, operates as he wills, not as we will. It, he operates as he wills. Praise God. Oh, come on, give glory to God tonight. That's good. That's a good foundation. Now, moving further on today, faith, like prayer, oftentimes... is something that is easily confused in the minds of many people that are believers. We put all kinds of faith in the same basket, in the same sack. We forget that there are different kinds of faith. Just like in prayer, 
there are different kinds of prayer. But we put it all in one basket, not understanding, not deciphering, not distinguishing between the various kinds of prayers, for example. And we need to also distinguish between the different kinds of faith. Because each kind of faith is functional to the degree. And that is why uh, a little bit of confusion has been set in place in the body of Christ. Like when somebody doesn't get healed, you say he doesn't have faith. But whereas the person has believed, he has exercised the kind of faith he knows how to or she knows how to exercise. But there are other dimensions of faith. That is faith for character building, for example, is going to be different from the faith that gets you something that is laying a hold on the promises of God. Praise God. Praise God. So we got to distinguish these things. But we must differentiate between saving faith, for example, the, or the general faith. Let's call saving faith the general faith. We must distinguish between that. And every believer has a special faith that God gives on certain occasions. So we must differentiate between that. Between the faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word and the faith that comes as a result of a gift of God that is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The special faith is not the kind of faith that is not the same faith which one needs in order to be saved. We have clarified that. The special faith is not that faith that you need to be saved. No. Special faith is not the faith needed for believing God to have your needs met according to the word. That is not special faith. That is ordinary faith you need for that. The faith for believing God for your needs to be met comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. That's the kind of faith you need to have your needs met. It's the faith that comes by hearing the word, which is the saving faith. Every believer is given a measure of that kind of faith. That is in Romans 12, 13. Everyone has been given a measure of that faith. What I call the saving faith or the general faith. It is not the faith that grows in a person's life to develop character for Christian living. No. That is faithfulness. That is not the faith we are referring to. That is not the gift of faith. The gift of faith is not the saving faith. The gift of faith is not the one, the faith that is responsible for building character, to develop character. No. It's not the faith that grows. No. Special faith is not the general faith by which we are saved. We have clarified that. We know we receive answers to prayer by this kind of faith. That's in Mark eleven twenty four. Mark eleven twenty four. Let's quickly see that on the screen. That's the kind of faith that that we use to receive answers to our prayers. He said, "Therefore I say unto you, 
What things soever ye desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. That is faith in action. The faith to receive your prayers being answered. Many of us receive many answers to prayers just through faith, even before we ever receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure there are many people listening to me online today that have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit before they received their first miracle. That you have believed God for something and you received it. It has nothing to do with the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is the common faith or the, or the general faith where you extend your faith on God's word to receive what God has promised. Many of us have received this even before we ever received the Holy Spirit. These answers came because we believed God and appropriated the promises in his word by faith. That's how it came to us. That's how we received that answer. That job, you believe God for it. You stretch your faith. You put your word on what you are believing God for and you received it by faith. That is, you appropriated the promises. He said, you shall be the head and not the tail. Above only and never be beneath. You succeeded in that interview because you appropriated the promises in his word by faith. You succeeded in receiving what you believed God for. You got, you got that mortgage because you, you appropriated the word of God. That, that says, as a covenant child, you will not lack shelter over your head. And you appropriated that word, and you got that approval. Praise God. But all this is not the gift of faith as described in 1 Corinthians 12, 9. Note, if the gift of faith had to be in manifestation to receive an answer to prayer, if the gift of faith had to be in operation to receive baptism of the Holy Spirit, if the gift of faith had to be in operation to receive healing for your bodies, if the gift of faith has to be in operation to have financial needs be met, then one could never get one's prayers answered there. Until you have, until you have gotten saved and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because it is only when you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit that the gift of faith can be in operation. And you and I know that many have not even received that and the ordinary faith has been bringing a lot to their lives. So yet, many have received healing before we ever received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So we receive healing just by exercising faith in what the word of God says. Don't forget, there is general faith that all believers have that can be increased by feeding on the word of God and exercising it in the arena of life. We can all have increase, ever increasing faith. We can all have it. All you need to do is keep on feeding on the word. All you keep on doing is feeding on the word and your faith will be growing. 
Your faith will be growing. Your faith will move to the exceeding realm. Your faith will be growing. You will, be, you, you will have faith to move mountains and a lot of things. But this is not the gift of faith, not the growing faith. The growing faith is not the gift of faith that the scripture is talking about in 1 Corinthians 12, 9. The gift of faith, however, is a supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit given as the Spirit wills. It's the Holy Spirit himself that gives this as he wills. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We learned, learned lots in the last episode. I want you to still go there because we learned about how this gift of faith is given when you want to receive. When you want to receive a miracle, for example, it can be given to you. Praise God. So tonight, we want to talk about the gift of faith versus the gift of walking of miracles. The gift of faith versus the gift of walking of miracles. We want to do a comparison. You see, the power gifts, that is the gift of faith, the gift of healing, and the gift of walking of miracles, they work hand in hand. I'm going to go deeper into this in the next episode. In the next teachings to this, in the follow-up teaching to this, I'm going to go deeper into it, how they work hand in hand. The gift of faith is also distinct from the, walk, from the gift of working of miracles. One of them is active, the other is passive. The working of miracle is active. It actively works a miracle. It's a gift. I'm coming to that. But the gift of faith, which is the one we are really facing... The gift of faith doesn't work a miracle, but passively receives a miracle. It receives a miracle. It doesn't work a miracle. It receives it in a passive manner. I will show you this operation in the New Testament, and I will show you one in the Old Testament. The difference is this. One is actively doing something. That's the gift of working of miracles. One is actively doing something and the other is passively receiving. The gift of faith passively receives a miracle. An example is Daniel in the lion's den. When Daniel was in the lion's den, you can remember that story in the scriptures in Daniel chapter 6. When Daniel was in the lion's den, he received a miracle. No doubt about it. History tells us that people had been thrown in lion's dens in those days. In fact, the early Christians, the martyrs, there's still a place in Rome up till today that they actually fed people who refused to deny Christ. They fed them to lions and lions would devour them. This has happened over and over again. Why didn't lions, why weren't they able to devour uh, Daniel? Simply, if you open your scriptures to Daniel chapter 6, Daniel chapter 6 verse, from verse 23, we will see a clue there. Praise God. Are you being blessed tonight? Let me hear an amen if you have been blessed. 
Come on, let me see you put an amen on your social media handles there. Let me see you put an amen there. That, yeah, you are being blessed. You are getting it. There's a diff big difference between the gift of faith and the gift of, I mean, the, 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 the saving faith or the saving faith or the normal faith or the, or the faith uh, that gets things done, the faith of acting on the word of God and the gift of faith, which is a gift, a supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Daniel was taken up out of the den. Daniel was taken up out of the den. And no manner of hurt was found in him because he believed his God. 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 Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed his God. Daniel 6.23. There is no doubt God must have given Daniel what we call special faith. A special manifestation of this gift of the Holy Spirit to receive deliverance. Look at Daniel. He did not do anything. He just laid down and went to sleep. His faith was passive rather than active. Yet he received a miracle. I mean, there was no record that Daniel was saying, Oh God, oh God, deliver me, deliver me. Oh God, oh God. The faith wasn't active. He wasn't making declarations. He wasn't making anything. He wasn't making a loud noise. He wasn't crying. He wasn't shouting. He wasn't singing. But the Bible says he believed the Lord is God. He went to sleep. In fact, the king woke him up the next morning and had to ask him. And the king commanded, he said, as the Lord your God whom you serve, day and night, has he been able to deliver you? And Daniel answered him, O king, live forever. Praise God. We see Jesus also in Mark 4.38 demonstrate this. When he slept, when the storm was raging. It's not natural. When you hear a lot of noise or a lot of discomfort, you should have woken up or something. But that didn't happen to Jesus. He slept. He slept like a baby. The Bible says that the disciples had to wake him up. That Master, don't you care we perish? Someone might argue that, well, Jesus is the son of God. That was why that happened. Can you put Mark 4.38 on the screen, please, for the people? Mark 4.38. So, as I was saying, someone may argue that, but Jesus came on the, uh, that, that is the son of God. That is why he could, he could command those supernatural manifestations. But listen to me, he came to this earth as a man. The Bible makes us to understand in Philippians 2.7. Please turn to Philippians 2.7. He stripped himself. He stripped himself of his right. He stripped himself of his dignity. He stripped himself as being the son of God. 
Look at it in verse 7. But made himself of no reputation. There wasn't anything reputed to him as being a son of the Most High God when he was on the earth. He did not come in the regalia of his power and took upon himself the form of a servant, the form of a man, and was made in the likeness of man. Look at that. He took himself of no reputation. Jesus was known not to have performed any miracle whatsoever until the anointing of the Holy Ghost came upon him. Until he was baptized with water and was baptized by the Holy Ghost. He did nothing except by the power of the Holy Ghost when he was on the earth. It was only by the power of the Holy Ghost. And that is, he voluntarily, Jesus voluntarily stripped himself of power. He operated as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. That was why he gave us the same permission. As mere mortal men, we can also operate with the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon our lives. He never walked any miracle prior to the time where he was baptized by John and by the Holy Ghost. That was why he could tell you and I boldly, emphatically in John 14, 12, that the works that I do, you can do it also. And greater works than this you can do. If he came as the son of God, if he came as the most high, we can never compare to that power. We cannot amount to that power. When he came as the son of God, you can see him in Revelation. The Bible says the breath of his nostril, he slew his enemies. Just one breath like that, all the enemies were consumed. That's the son of God. In his full regalia and power. But he came in the power of the Holy Ghost. And every miracle he did, he did it as a result of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the same power he gave to you and I. That is why you and I can do the same things he did while he was around on the flesh. Praise God. Praise God, brethren. That was why he could give us that permission. Glory be to God. He that believeth on me the works that I do, he shall also do. And greater works than this shall he do. Throughout the Bible, we see how the gift of faith worked primarily for people who were in dangerous situations throughout the scriptures. This gift of the spirit, they possessed a calmness, a quietness. They, they received an assurance that was supernatural. Every time they were in danger, there was a great assurance of supernatural manifestation of God. I'm trusting God like never before. This same assurance will be made manifest in our own lives. I'm trusting God like, like never before. We are going to move to a new level in our own lives in the name of Jesus. In this season of great harvest, I see these gifts of God operate in your life like never before. If you believe that, say a good amen. Next week, I'm going to go further in showing you from the scriptures how these power gifts work hand in hand. 
You see, so many people have questioned, why are we not seeing miracles as much as we ought to be seen in Bible days? This is one of the reasons. Because the gift of healings, the gift of workings of miracles is not a commonality in the, in the midst of believers. The faith that most believers are hanging on to, which is important, which is great, which is a must-have, is the saving faith. But you see, the saving faith alone is not what is needed in this life. You must exert your faith. You must exercise your faith in the gifts of the Holy Spirit itself for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our midst. This is, if you read the Acts of the Apostles very well, which I'm going to be doing an in-depth study for you next week on this, you will see the depth of how these gifts operated in their midst. And that was why they saw miracles like never before. That is when, that is why they could see shadows, shadows of the apostles healing those that were sick in their time. That was why they, somebody could die and they would say, well, we've exercised our own faith. It did not work. But don't worry, this lady will not die. Let the apostles come. Why? Because the gifts of the spirit were in operational. I pray like never before. The early church experienced this. We are the last day's church. We are not leaving this heart until we come to the full manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our day. In the name of Jesus. Like never before, we are going to experience another wave of the healing power, of the miraculous power of the Almighty in our midst. If you believe that, say good amen. I trust God you have been blessed. Go and meditate on this word that you have received as we keep on building the foundation for the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be operational in our lives. God bless you. Thank you for listening all over the world. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.